everyone, welcome back to Walk-Ins Welcome. We are now on episode 9. So up to this very point, we've talked a lot about digital marketing and a lot of granular details from like services that we offer, what's common in the world, uh, how to talk to your current agency, asking the right questions. But now we're going to talk more about you. So you have a lot of knowledge. You're, you're either a doctor or an owner of an urgent care. Maybe you're a nursing staff. Uh, you work the front office. Lots of options there. But you have knowledge that most other people don't. Because we get this question a lot. I don't know what to tell people. I have nothing to say. I'm just, I just do my job. Well, your job has, uh, there's a lot of answers to questions in your job. So this episode, we're talking about educating your audience. Oftentimes, we talk about our formula on how we approach social media. And our formula internally at Urgent Care Marketing Pros is entertain, educate, and execute. And so what we're tackling today is that middle piece, the educate. It's fun to entertain people. It's fun to tell stories. It's fun to tell jokes. It's fun to make people feel emotional towards something. Um, And then it's also really good when patients start coming through your door. So execution part where we're getting people through the door for you, but that educate piece, so many people gloss or glaze over that. Um, they just are either doing nothing but telling funny stories or they're doing nothing but asking people to buy from them, but they spend very little time showing their expertise. Yeah, so uh, whenever you can educate someone and you feel like they learned something, like they legitimately learned something, they automatically put you on a higher pedestal than your competitor just because you gave them something. You you have had years and years of uh, education, college, uh, going maybe through nursing school or whatever it is and now you like what you took years to learn you can sum up to somebody in a simple 30 second video and that you just taught me something well i'm going to reward you by naturally putting you on a at a, at a higher at stake in terms of if i need your services i'm going to lean towards you every single time like it's just a lot easier like Nick's saying, you don't always have to be funny. You can be serious too, in a but in a very friendly manner. Like you don't want to be shoving people uh, information down people's throat, but you want to present information that could actually be helpful. Because I think, I mean, I think in the medical industry, there's a lot of misinformation because there's uh, people that report on things in the medical industry, but then maybe that one doctor's opinion isn't actually what's happening. Uh, so just putting out what. There's, there's the facts, and this is what we experience. Here you go. Um, that's important, and I think people respect that. I'll add to that. Getting straight facts without opinion yeah. is so rare. If you were to just put data out, you would set yourself above everybody else. Because I'm telling you what, let, just let's look at the world we're in now. It's mm-hmm. We're still in a COVID world. Yep. As I understand, Omicron, Omicron, whatever they're calling it, it's Omicron if you, you know are Greek. But... Um, have you <clears throat> noticed that there's like 15 letters they skipped over? Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing that out there for consideration. Well, all that to be said. Well, and, and then, of course, with any type of news outlet, it, and you, you've all seen this, the headline is what they care about. They don't really care about what the article says. They want to – it's clickbait, right? They want to make sure that article, that title, grabs you as fast as it can, which can give – misinformation not maybe intentionally maybe not and you have to be careful so but talking about like the COVID stuff here's a great local example so COVID is a very strong example of how misinformation can spread very quickly versus actual and back and forth and then there's a lot of just nobody necessarily agrees on certain things 
So we have a local example here. So uh, UAB Hospital, they're a hospital here in Birmingham. Uh, they put out an infographic, I think it's every day or every other day, how many patients do they have in their ICU? And they don't, they don't, they don't put anything. Here's our patient numbers. And that's it. They don't add anything to it. They just say, here's our numbers. And you can literally watch it go down and watch it go up. And there's no extra information to it. There's no link to here's Check out this article we wrote about it. It's like, here's our numbers for today, just so you know. And that's just straight information. They're not trying to fluff it. And there are people now seeking them out for that information. Imagine if your urgent care put out some form of data on a regular basis Mm -hmm. that said, we did this, that, and the other. And it's nothing but facts. And people could count on that data being put out on a regular basis. Mm. We'll call it New Info Mondays or New Info Fridays or um, Patient Count Fridays, whatever you want to call it. Like, Get creative with that content that you're putting out. But let's get back to the education piece, right? Mm. So I think, Michael, if you you had an urgent care, one of the things I, I know I feel often, even doing this podcast today, is imposter syndrome. Yeah. Okay. I deal with that personally. And I could imagine that if you are in a position where you're responsible for putting content out on behalf of your uh, urgent care or your family care, that the imposter syndrome creeps up. Like I've got a peer level of people who will be judging everything that I say. They ain't listening. No, they're not paying attention to you. Your audience is paying attention to you. So, okay, but who am I? Well, look, first, you're probably a doctor or a marketing expert or whatever. You have knowledge, even if it's just 10% more than the people who are reading or absorbing your material. You have a subject matter expert position because you just know that much more than them. Let's put this in an easier perspective. Think about you're in a city. Let's say your city has 250,000 in population. There's five urgent cares. That means there's only five people in that entire city that know remotely what you may know if you own that urgent care. So think about that. That's really good, Michael. Yeah, it's just that simple. Well, uh, one of the things I've heard before, the 1% rule with like content creation. Mm -hmm. So right now, as we're doing a podcast, we're creating content. Well, if you think about it, we're probably the 1% because if we have, how many people in this world? Six billion, nine billion? What's the number? I mean, it. Well, when I was a kid, it was six billion. It's probably seven or eight now. Yeah, it will say eight billion. Well, one percent. You're talking like what? Eight million? Is that right? Eight, no, no, no. Eighty million. Yeah, eighty million people is one percent. Math is hard, and I'm probably missing a number. We'll just say eighty million. So eighty million people is one percent. I guarantee you, there are not necessarily eighty million people making content right now that you can actually download or listen to or read. I'm positive there's not. There you go. So if you're pushing content out, you're the less than 1% mark, which is impressive, right? And that's why, like, I if you don't express your knowledge and give it out in some form or fashion, it will just go away when you go away. And you have to remember that. And you do bring stuff to the table. You didn't sit through 10 years of college and residency and everything else just to, just to work. You want to help people. You want to educate. We know that. Absolutely. So let's take a look at some practical things that you can do where you can put content out without having to recreate the wheel. And Michael, I think I may even give this away. I got a link to Uh, this that we use internally (laughs) that can be totally translated over to urgent cares um, where they can help have a content calendar of things and topics that they can use. So here's just some examples and I'm not going to give you 20 examples. We're going to pick one and then talk about it a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. So um, teach on a topic. 
all right? Why setting goals are clear or targets or mission, things that are, are, are important to your urgent care, mm-hmm. not necessarily important to every urgent care. For example, um, let's just say that every Christmas you do some type of giveaway or a drive or you ask people to sponsor a child or you have people for Toys for Tots bring things to your to your office. Don't just announce that you do that. Give your heart behind it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and, yeah, just giving your heart, giving the reasons behind it. And then when you said, like, teaching on goals, clear goals and targets, one thing that came to mind uh, that people expect out of urgent cares is low wait times. Mm. So what goes into a wait time, right? Like, there are layers to that. It's not just a doctor and a receptionist. There are reasons behind it takes 20 minutes to go from sitting down to going into the doctor and getting ready to leave. But if you have a, hey, we actually have an internal goal of 10-minute wait time for new patients, um, and here's why, and then here's the how we do it. And you talk about it. Now, you obviously don't want to give away the farm, per se, but you want to showcase, like, there are so many steps that you never see. Like, I, I can go ahead and tell you right now, most people have no idea how insurance works. I have no idea why insurance works at some urgent cares and not at others and why their copay may be different or they can't accept their insurance or what, why did I pay this and you were paid something else? Like I was talking to somebody today about insurance. They did not realize that that $40 copay is just one payment to that doctor. Right. Insurance makes a separate payment to that doctor. And she had no idea. Yeah. So it's just, it sounds super, super, if something feels very common sense to you in your industry, it's not common sense to the next person every single time. All right, let's pick another topic. You want to be a hero to your audience, be real and be raw. So tell a story about somebody on your team, all right? Oh, yeah. But don't just tell a story. Tell a story that edifies that person and maybe you suck at that one thing, right? So like I've... I bet doctors hear this all the time, right? Just y'all, please write in and tell me if I'm lying here. But I bet this happens all the time where you have a nurse that typically goes and draws blood and they do it 50 times a day. And then you get this one patient in that's like, I'm only allowing the doctor to draw blood. And that doctor goes like, I haven't drawn blood this week. Like maybe I, I, once, <laughs> they're like, like this is not my regular today. What thing. a great topic to edify your awesome nurse that does this fifty times a day, and why you are not the one who needs to be drawing blood, and that you suck at that, and they're great at that, and that's a great opportunity on social media or a blog or whatever to put that content out. And then I'm even thinking of the office manager. So the office manager, you, most patients never see, right? But there are direct. Uh, they're impacted by the office manager because that office manager made decisions on how insurance gets processed, how the entire walkthrough goes. But also what I've learned, because I've talked to quite a few, the doctor in general, the doctor cares about the patient, cares about treatment, cares about a good experience, but doesn't necessarily care about every aspect of the business. Like it's important, but it's not top priority. Well, your office manager makes sure that business is doing the right, keeps the lights on, right? Make sure things are paid and things are moving forward. So just talking about how it gives that doctor the freedom to do what they're really great at. And that kind of goes with any business. When you hire somebody, you're essentially hiring freedom, a part of it at least. And so I just, I just, it is super fascinating, like how, because when you think, like when I think of an urgent care, I think 
doctor, office manager, receptionist, nursing staff. That's what goes to our mind. But there are other elements to that. And there's so many more dynamics that we'll never understand. Right. Well, look, let's do one more. Um, and we'll say, hey, let's be the expert. You're an expert. So maybe you explain a common mistake that your patients make and how they can avoid that. Yeah. From your perspective. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, uh, here. here's how you're treating a cut the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be, hey, I know that you have a cold, but you keep taking this and you should take this. Yeah. Like be the expert that people know that you are. That's why they're on your page. They need good quality content. They don't need a random graphic designed post that no, says, no, no. what are you wearing today? Or whatever. <laughs> like, that's, like that's not what they're there for. Be human, educate on your, on your, on your values of your company, why you got into this, your team and how awesome they are the tools that you love to use as a doctor or as a nurse or as a marketer, whoever's, whoever's represent, representing those parts of your business, um, highlight your team, highlight your values, do all of these things. Put content out there that's going to make a real difference to your audience on social media. By the way, there's so many things besides just Facebook and Instagram that you can use. I mean, content platforms are everywhere. I mean, Tumblr. Twitter, YouTube, YouTube. I said Tumblr. What is that even a thing? Reddit's what I meant. Tumblr is a thing, but I wouldn't go to Tumblr. (laughs) Yeah, I think I said the wrong thing. I think I meant Reddit. And and if you guys don't know what Reddit is, so Reddit is technically the front page of the internet. Is the what the oldest social media out there that's still alive today? It's been around for twenty, like ninety nine, I think. Um, Anyway, Reddit though allows you to have you pick a category that you want to post in, essentially, and. It's amazing because those people are very interested in what you're having to say if you're in the right spot. So if you haven't ever heard of Reddit, go check it out, R-E-D-D-I-T.com. Um, YouTube. Y- yeah, YouTube, uh, yeah, YouTube is huge. And let's be honest, so YouTube has kind of transitioned over the years. It used to be like, oh, what can you squeeze out in 30 seconds or 90 seconds? Right. Now it's become really an education platform. You I, go there. To, we use it as an education platform. Yeah, it's an, we use it every day. We, I, we don't have all the answers, but the, the Google does <laughs> on YouTube, Old too. Old YouTube. Second fastest growing search engine on the planet is yeah. YouTube. Well, and, and it's, I find it interesting, too. So, like, I remember watching YouTube videos that were two minutes long, three minutes long. Now they've kind of incentivized it to be 10 minutes long, 12 minutes long. And so, if you are having an opportunity, like okay, here's a simple. Like I don't, I don't want to get on YouTube. I don't want to do that. I have nothing to talk about that's questionable and HIPAA or something like that. How about this? We all know and all have heard of either CPR, and or look for signs for heart attack or stroke or whatnot. Go through and do a visualization of that. Like, let me show you what that looks like on an actual patient, an actual person. Like, let me show you what, what to look for and why it's important and what's the difference between them. Uh, I can go right now and look up a how to stretch my back in a certain for like my lower back pain, and there'll be like a chiropractor that teaches you how to do it. Like it's so simple, but so like those things like that because we don't. That's just like not common knowledge. We don't really know. Uh, like I I took a CPR class 15 years ago. I don't remember that much from it. So I'm not going to be a great candidate to perform CPR on somebody. Right. <laughs> but as a doctor, you probably know it. You know, back of your hand. So. It's these small things that do matter, but yeah, YouTube is fantastic if you're just really interested in doing some true education and teaching, and we even see people actually like 
do like series of things. Let me talk about X, Y, Z and kind of go through it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of YouTube. All right. So we've talked about all these different ways that you can put content out there, but understand that the right content has to go on the right platform. Yeah. All right. So uh, Facebook is all about a community of people. So be a community on Facebook. All right. Mm-hmm. Twitter is all about opinion. So, Hey, look, you're in the urgent care space. Go be opinionated about vaccinations, but do it on Twitter. <laughs> like, to, like they love it, and they'll thrive on Twitter over that stuff. But don't do that on Facebook and Instagram, right? Right. So go do that on Twitter. Uh, LinkedIn is a professional network. You're not talking to your patients on LinkedIn. You're talking to other professionals and maybe people that you want to attract uh, as uh, other nurses that you want to attract, other doctors you want to partner with. Um, other business entities like use LinkedIn as a professional network and then be the most vain you can possibly be on Instagram show pictures of the, of the culture of your company Uh, show that little girl with her stuffed animal who came in and she got a vaccination or a shot, or maybe she, she broke her arm and y'all had to set it or whatever Uh, show that kind of stuff uh, on Instagram, use that platform in the right way. And then use your blog to put tons and tons and tons of good quality information out. Yep. And also too, it's not just you, you have other people on your team that could actually contribute to this content. Like it's, it's not just the doctor or the owner of the urgent care that needs to be doing this. You have other people with other levels of education they can put out on a regular basis. So you don't have to feel left alone on it. Um, and then also we talk about this a lot with clients is regularity. When you're, if you're going to do content, make a plan for it, make it regular where you're doing it once a week, twice a week, once a month, twice a month, whatever you choose, do it. Like, don't just, I, I, I have a pet peeve of, I go to somebody's Facebook page and they're like, post, 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 and then stop. It's dead. And then. Nine months later, Merry Christmas, stop. And then something random, stop. And then it's like, just if you're going to do it, be consistent, have a simple plan in place. So here's a nugget for you to wrap up and to coincide with what Michael's talking about. Be consistent because consistent means that you will become predictable. When you become predictable, you start to stabilize your business. And then stability brings credibility and that credibility turns into profitability. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, stability is we, we start off with being consistent, consistent, predictable, stable, stable. Credible, credible, profitable, profitable, those five things. All right. All right. There you go, guys. All right. So that, that is episode nine and we're super excited that we're able to bring us, we have more to come. We actually have an interview coming up too with, this is good that he is a doctor, Actually, there's a lot of fun stuff in because I've known him for a while, but he is a doctor that started in urgent care and then got out and then went back in and started another urgent care. And so, super, nice teaser. yeah, super fascinating. He is the more, he loves the business side just as much as the doctor side. So I'm excited to bring that interview to you guys in the next couple of weeks. All right. Y'all go out and have a great week. Yeah.